Hey, what's up? My name is Matt, and I'm a meme lord, a Christian meme lord, a meme lord for the Lord, if you will. And this show is a show that's basically me. It used to be a show that was based off of my meme page, Memes for Jesus. But on this show, I'm going to talk about basically my origin story, where I came from. So you get to know me better. This show is a live show that I live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram, as well as YouTube. And I like to just talk about life and theology. And I also just like to laugh and think, especially when it applies to Christian circles and communities. I am a devout Christian, and I feel as though my years of being a Christian memer and interacting with people online has shown me that a lot of people that aren't Christian just have a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to interactions they've had with Christians. So that's kind of my mission here with my show and with my platform is to not only bring engaging, funny content into the internet that applies to Christian values or situations that happen within churches, but to think deeply about what makes Christianity so good. That's what I want to do. So I'll be interviewing people on Mondays as well, like I used to, and I'll be having deeper conversations, but I'm, I want to keep it goofy as well. And so I kind of just take this episode to explain where I've come from, who I am, and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I hope you'll stick around and see that uh, I am just a goofy goober, uh, and, and we're going to have lots of fun as I move forward with this new format with the podcast. So here is my villain origin story. I'm your host, Matt Matias, uh, your meme lord for the Lord. I like to talk about life and theology, uh, basically for people who grew up in the church. That's my brand. For a while now, I've been trying to be figuring out. I'm trying to be figuring out, dude. <laughs> I gotta, your boy, gotta work on the public speaking, hardcore. Um, what's up, brother? Lil Gomez. I wonder who that is. I, I mean, I, I don't. I appreciate you watching and tuning in, but. Matt be saying glasses tonight. Yeah, I wear my glasses. But anyways, yeah, I, 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 it took me a while to like chip away at what my brand is and like who my what I you know what I do because I had the existing brand of memes for Jesus, and so this is going to be the first time where I kind of lay out what brought me to where I'm at. Uh, most of you guys kind of already know the the gist of like why I'm here and how I got here or whatever. Uh, and but but what I, what I want to do is talk more about myself, um, what I've been doing on the internet for the past like decade, and what what I plan on doing, um, and like who I am and what I've done and weird stuff like that. So th I mean, if this is cool with you guys, I'm gonna do that. But feel free to interject and roast me all you want. But I'm gonna talk about myself. If you want to ask any questions while I'm talking, I'll try my best to try and multitask. Hey Hannah, are you on Facebook and? Instagram. Okay, you switched to Facebook. Awesome. Um, Sam. Oh, that's what's up. That's awesome. Thanks for tuning in, Sam. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So basically, I'm Matt. I'm Hispanic. I'm not black <laughs> or Indian. Um, I'm half Dominican and half Puerto Rican. And I grew up in church. I grew up in church and I grew up uh, basically in, in a very Pentecostal very, very Pentecostal, Spanish Pentecostal household. Um, and uh, like my whole life was spent in Pentecostal churches. 
and uh, I became I went to a Pentecostal Assemblies of God University, and I graduated with a bachelor's degree in youth ministry uh, and Bible. I wanted to be a youth pastor, and I was an Assemblies of God minister uh, between basically 2009, and then I, in 2010 I, I left that one church, and then I became a youth pastor, uh, associate pastor again in 2000, like 12 or 13, and then until and then I stepped down in 2017. So I have a ton of experience with, um, oh, and, and not to mention I was also homeschooled, uh, basically my entire. Uh, Christian, like my, my entire life. I, I went to elementary school until fifth grade and then sixth, sixth grade until college. I was in, I was homeschooled. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my background. I have a lot of experience with the church, have a lot of experience in the church and church leadership. Um, and I, I'm kind of like a, a, uh, a couch theologian, armchair theologian where I like to, read into stuff, but I don't know that much. I'm not like, I'm just a regular dude likes to talk about stuff. Um, dabs in the house for the best memester around. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's basically my background. Um, I'm a husband and a father. I've, uh, I have a wife that I've been married to. It's going to be eight years in December and I have a son who's going to be three on Thursday. He's three years old. And so, uh, that's, that's me. Uh, what else? Yeah, homeschooled, former associate pastor, basically the whole nine. Back in like 2009, right when I got out of uh, Christian college, I basically deconstructed uh, from the faith. And I basically became, after I was like a minister for a little while, I basically uh, became a, like a, a tad agnostic for a while. And I deconstructed my faith and because I didn't, I didn't really believe in it. I was, it wasn't really something that was like deep seated. It was deep seated in the sense that I grew up in church, but it wasn't something that I like felt compelled to believe. I, if anything, I felt like it was goofy to believe. And so I have a, like I have a heart for people who deconstruct and I have a heart for people who are going through that. Um, and, and so I kind of had like my villains, uh, <laughs> my villain arc where I did whatever I felt like doing for a while. And, that was, yeah, that was crazy. Um, because I like, you know, I just did whatever I felt like doing. And, and that entailed a lot of things that I probably won't get into here. I'll get into it later. Like if you want to become a supporter, I'll talk with you about it. <laughs> the shameless plug, but like, yeah, I didn't, I did like goofy stuff. Uh, I got, I had my worldly time. I'll say that, but it was very short. Thank the Lord. And I felt I like experienced a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily I, like I didn't like being unsaved, I guess, or agnostic. I didn't enjoy it. And yeah, thanks you. Thank CS Chesterson. He's like, I understand. Um, during that time, between the time I, I wasn't when I wasn't being a minister, like between like 2009 and like 2012 or yeah, something like that. Um, I, I worked at different jobs. I worked in a factory and that's how I met my wife. I met my wife at a factory at a warehouse job. Um, you know, it was a, it was long. It's a long story there. I won't get into it. Maybe one day I'll bring my wife on and we can talk about that. But yo, I met my wife. Um, and, and like we, we met each other at like the bottom of the barrel. 
Rumspringa. I had my own Rumspringa. Dude, that's crazy, Nicholas. You know what that is. Um, Making me want to not do the free subscription now. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I, I met my wife there. Uh, it's, it was a while before we like we we were like in the friend zone. We put us, each other in the friend zone. But anyways, found her at. Uh... Sorry, I just had a call. I just had an incoming call. Are y'all still there? Y'all still there? Okay, sorry, I just had a phone call. Um, no, it was a warehouse for like Apple Apple computer parts. So we were like wiping off iPads and like screens and i was doing inventory and i was helping with like shipping with refurbished parts it was kind of cool but we worked like 14 hours a day and uh that was not cool but we became really close we we were like the only christians there and this was like during my reconstruction time when i was working there let me let me um yeah i don't want to get too much into my deconstruction time i'll answer those questions later if you want if you have any questions but yeah I, i reconstructed i had some really great people invest in my life i had a pastor basically take me under his wing and like and welcome me into his home uh shout out to pastor munyan and yeah i reconstructed in that air in that time and then uh, i worked in a warehouse and then i worked at a maximum security juvenile detention facility um which there's a long story there but i i had a lot of real world experience there for sure um and then after then after that i became a minister again and then i became a social worker from like 2000 17 to like 2021 uh and now i'm like a memester and there there you go so in between that's like like my life story in a nutshell um but like i i gained throughout this period i gained like meme powers because i was a minister at a church and uh i had like i still have i still have that like deconstructing skeptical brain where um what is that? Do you so you didn't get to meet Rack Shack and Benny? No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. The Chocolate Factory, good, good one, Jimothy. Um, yeah, like I, I, I still have that skeptical, deconstructing brain. It's still in there, uh, but I, I definitely am committed to God. And I definitely love the church, and I definitely love uh, Christianity. But it's like, um, that's still in there. So while I was a while I was a minister the second time between like 2012 and 2017. I was still studying uh, scripture and I was in Facebook groups and it's like I was still challenging what I believed. And I was very Pentecostal at that time. So around like 2015 is when I started to become more like reformed and I got into these Facebook groups and we just started memeing. Like this is when I got, I started memeing. Um, oh, great question. How did I reconstruct? So basically I'll, I'll backtrack back in 2009. I deconstructed pretty much. and. Uh, I basically, yeah, I was like, I, I had my uh, crazy time in the world and I did whatever that I felt like doing. And I reconstructed because, man, this is a really long story. And I have to probably tell this in another podcast, but like I lost my uncle. Um, and I was like ba- barely hanging on with my faith. And I lost my uncle uh, that was very, that was like my godfather. He was like my my godfather. Um. And I basically like questioned my faith and I was like, how could you let this happen? Because it was really traumatic how it happened, how I lost my uncle. And the the minister 
there was like, you know, my, my minister friend, Pastor Munyan, he was involved with it somehow. I don't want to get too many, too much in the details because I'll just rant and ramble. But basically, he saw I was I was suffering, and he just kept texting me. He kept texting me and reaching out to me, and really, if, I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to listen to him. I, like it was weird to me that he was reaching out to me, and he just kept reaching out to me, like, "Hey, how are you doing? What, is everything okay? Uh, what can you know? How are you doing today? Like weird stuff like that." And I basically one day just gave in. I was like, all right, let me just talk to the dude. And he was like, Hey, come over. And I lived in Pennsylvania at the time and he lived in New Jersey. And so I drove to New Jersey <laughs> over the weekend. He's like, yeah, you know, you can stay at my house, uh, come to church on Sunday. And I had no interest in church at that time, but I was like, fine. You know, he's, he seems nice and he seems caring. So I just did it. And that's basically what started happening. He was like, just come over every weekend. I want you to hang out with me. And so that's what happened. Like he just invested in me, uh, welcomed me into his home. I slept on his couch like every weekend and just, and and then on Monday mornings, like, cause I'll stay over the weekend uh, at his, at his house in New Jersey. And then I'll drive back Monday morning. Um, he would just have breakfast. He would buy me breakfast and we would just talk and he would just listen to me ramble my, my incoherent nonsense. Like I would just ramble uh, kind of like I'm doing right now. But like he would just let me talk and he let and he listened. He'd never like really objected to anything I had to say, even though I was like tr I was like really roasting Christianity nonstop. Um, and I hated God. I hated the church and I hated Christianity. Um, and, and this was all very much tied to like a breakup I had. So it was like it's all convoluted. I don't want to get into it. But like I was very, very hurt, very angry. And he just let me talk. And. Um, one day he like took me to a park or something. He was like, Hey, I want you to check out this park. Um, and, and it was like a pier, uh, park type thing. And he was like, and he responded to something I said, cause I was just rambling. And he said, Matt, uh, no, I'm not a New Yorker. I was born in New Jersey though. I'm not a New Yorker. A lot of my family's in New Jersey and New York. I'm very much an East coast person. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll get into another, that another time. But like he said, Matt, you know what you need to do. You just need to do it. And that's all he said. And for some reason, God used that, those words to change my heart. That's all he said. And I, I remember them very clearly because I remember just like being like, it was like my eyes opened um, in that moment. And I remember the day it was like June. It might've been 2009, June 6, 2009. And it was in that park. And I was just like, wow. I probably should start living for Christ. <laughs> it was like that. And I, the, and yeah, it's just basically what happened. And, and so that's kind of like my testimony, so to speak. Um, but it was dope. And I, I like, I'll never forget those words. I'll never forget Pastor Munyan and his wife, Tanya, uh, and how they, God used them to speak into my life. And, you know, I, I feel as though that is when the Lord regenerated my heart for real. Even though I grew, I was in the church my whole life and I was, you know, it was surrounded by church stuff. Um, yeah, I do. I am a Christian. I do call myself a Christian uh, because I, I love God and I love the church and, and, you know, I call Jesus Christ my Lord. So I am a Christian now. But like back then, uh, I reconstructed, I mean, I reconstructed after that, um, after the money and pouring into my life. So that's kind of like my testimony. 
Uh, but then I kind of had like another deconstruction period. This is what I was getting to uh, later. I had another deconstruction period where I was in a church as a minister and I was questioning my Pentecostal beliefs. I was like, do you guys really believe this? And I, and, and I was in Facebook groups. Um, I'll, I'll expand on this a little bit because it's a little weird. Uh, shout out to first, let's shout out to Michael Schaefer and Memes for Jesus. Because I was a fan at that point. It was like 2013, maybe 2014. And I, I remember seeing Memes for Jesus rise meteor, meteoric, meteoric, meteorically. Is that the word? On Facebook. And I followed them and I loved uh, all, everything that Mike was doing. Um, and he shared a post from my buddy, uh, Drew Kaler from the Dirty Christian. And for those of you for, who remember or are watching on Facebook might remember Drew Kaler from Dirty Christian. Um, he, he was like, Hey, join my Facebook group. And I joined that group. And, uh, basically, basically in that group, I had my faith challenged even more. They were like, you're a Pentecostal. That's weird. And it was just like a battleground where everybody challenged each other's beliefs. And they, they, they challenged my Pentecostalism. And I, and I felt as though I didn't have good arguments for it. And I basically became a Calvinist at that point. I became a cage stage Calvinist cage stage. Like I was talking to everyone. Every single conversation I had was about Calvinism. Um, you know, I was talking to the grocery store cashier, like, have you accepted John Calvin into your heart today? Um, so yeah, I'm no longer Pentecostal. I, I became, uh, reformed basically, uh, through interacting with people and seeing, uh, and being, having my arguments challenge arguments challenged on uh, Facebook groups. And, I dug more like from like 2013 until like 2015 is when I really started digging more into reform theology. And I, I challenged uh, my Pentecostal upbringing, like in every direction. And uh, yeah, that's basically what happened there. I, I, be I became reform guy in while I was still a minister in Assemblies of God Church. And uh, that was weird, but I was able to like step down. And that's one of the reasons I stepped down from being a minister is because I became reformed in an Assemblies of God church. Um, and so I was like, I can't do this um, in, in, good, in, in good knowledge, knowing that you guys, I don't agree with you guys and you guys don't agree with me. So I stepped down um, because of that. Um, so that's why, that's why I, I became reformed and, and I'm more like Presbyterian now. Uh, in my in my own faith, but I'm always challenging what I believe. Um, so I've been challenging my Presbyterianism lately. For those of you who've been keeping up with me in the stories, I've been challenging my my Reformed theology and my Presbyterianism um, lately. Like every year, this is what I'll do. Every year, I'll be like, "Okay, do I really believe what I believe?" And I'll challenge it against the alternative um, positions. Why are you cringing, Christian Doge? Oh, he's laughing. He's not cringing. He's He's happy that I'm I'm reformed. Are you familiar with reform continuationism? Yes, I'm I'm familiar with it. I'm not sure how much I agree with it. I, I don't think that there's much difference here, and I will get real theological here. I, I don't want to do that. I want to keep things kind of goofy today. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, uh, Joe. Yes, I am still friends with my AG brothers and sisters. Like my bro Tim just joined, and I love I love Tim, and he's an AG minister. I have a lot of friends from college that I'm still really close friends with. And I love my assemblies of God, brothers and sisters for real. Okay. The hunger for reform theology is serious. I think it is the closest 
to knowing the gospel we've unlocked so far. Whoa. My man is in his case stage as well. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm try- trying to catch up on these comments. John Calvin to John Knox. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, Where am I at? Goofy. All you need, bro. Yeah. Um, Where was I? Yeah, I became reformed. Okay, so I'm challenging my beliefs right now. See, like, do I really believe what I believe? Do I am I really, really uh what I say I am? I am who I say I am. Just started attending a reformed church, used to be AG church as their youth pastor. Ooh. Hit me up, Brandy. Let's talk about that. I have experience stepping away from two churches, and I have experience uh basically transitioning from one denomination to another. And honestly, dudes. Like if you're struggling with the church you're in right now and you're struggling with your faith, transitioning to a new denomination is so dope. <laughs> it's so helpful with your faith. Uh, if you, especially if you challenge your faith and you find like better, con- more consistent, more consistent answers in the other denomination. And like there's some people that deconstruct be- because they don't want to challenge their, their, their preconceived beliefs. But if you deconstruct, and look at other denominations within Christianity, you might find all the answers that you've been looking for. And that's what, that's what happened for me. Um, I, I found like a lot of the answers that, that really troubled me most of my life in, in reformed theology and historical Christianity. Um, but I, I try not to be like super cagey about it. Now I don't care if people are Pentecostal. I don't care if people are Anglican, uh, Catholic. Um, I, I don't get caught up on that as much as I used to. Um, but I, I, I want to say that, like, that was so helpful for me coming out of a denomination or faith belief that didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like it didn't make sense to me. So like, I, I, I wanted to get answers and I did, and I found them in, uh, reformed theology, basically. Oh man. First cough, first cough of the night in the name of Martin, John Calvin and the Holy Solas. That's right. That's right. I appreciate you guys so much for watching me just rant here. Um, if Reformed Christianity wasn't your theology, what would my second choice be? That's a great question, bro. Um, honestly, like Lutheranism is kind of dope. I probably wouldn't become a Lutheran anytime soon. Like there's still a lot about Lutheranism that I, I don't know and I don't agree with. But I think Lutheranism... Or, or Anglicanism would be like my second choice if I didn't become a Presbyterian. Nah, I had COVID, uh, Joe. I had COVID already. I ha- this is like something that that's like a virus that my son had. I've been coughing like three weeks straight, and it's it's so weird. I want to just stop coughing. Um, so I probably should go to see the doctor or something. I don't know. I don't know. Drink break. Drinking on y'all. Read my comments up there, mate. Okay, let me try and catch up on some of these comments. The internet is more accessible than it's ever been. And with that has come an absolute pandemic of people addicted to pornography. This addiction statistically is affecting Christians and non-Christians alike. It's a problem. 
Porn is a human problem, but Covenant Eyes provides a human solution. Covenant Eyes helps you and the ones you love live porn-free through transformative accountability relationships. With Covenant Eyes, you choose someone that you know and trust to walk with you as your ally and to hold you accountable for your online behavior. Me and my friends use it, and I've seen it firsthand break the bonds of addiction in people's lives. This stuff works. So basically what you do is you download the Covenant Eyes app, it tracks the activity on your devices, and your friend who's your ally gets a victory app which shares your activity feed right to their phone. You and your ally will be able to celebrate victories together and have honest and caring conversations about your successes, setbacks, and triggers. Nothing works better than this. If you struggle with pornography addiction online and you're ready to see some victory in your life, download Covenant Eyes and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Try it out. I've gotten so many success stories from this app, and that's why I'm so happy that they've chosen to sponsor Meme Lord Monday. Again, that's Covenant Eyes. Use the link in the show notes of this episode and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Victory over addiction has never been easier. So yeah, that's my origin story. Okay, let me talk about the memes, because I haven't really talked about this on the podcast yet. Um, so. <clears throat> where where what like what am i doing here basically in 2017 2018 around the time that i was stepping down from being a minister let me just say this too for those of you who know michael schaefer the guy who who created memes for jesus um he uh he actually lived in my area and he was friends with people that were in my youth group when i was a minister so he attended one of my young adult services and I, I would hold young adult ministry services. He came and he was looking for, a, he was looking for a whole wifey for real TBH. He was looking for a wife. He was looking for some uh, church girls, uh, but we didn't have many. <laughs> that, he, we didn't have many that were his speed. Going to send a meme after this. Thanks Christian Doge. I want to see it. <clears throat> but like, yeah, he was in my, and so we became friends and I like, Definitely fangirled when he was offend- attending my uh, my young adults class, but we became we became legit friends, and we and he became the youth pastor of the church. This is crazy. He became the youth pastor of the church that I first became a youth pastor for. Um, so I was a youth pastor in this one small town church, and he became a youth pastor of that same small town church. So we had like a lot of uh, similarities and connections there. So Mike and I we were hanging out. Uh, I helped give him some pointers in ministry because I had been more experienced in ministry and uh, we became good friends. Like he became my brother. And uh, I was also in these Facebook groups, just memeing like crazy. And I would send some of them to Mike and he started posting those, those memes and he would started doing it a lot actually. And uh, he had this a buddy of his, I was helping him with memes for Jesus named Nathan and, and he had uh, moved away and gotten married or something. And so he wanted somebody else to help him with the page because um, Mike is extremely, extremely introverted. This dude is like the poster child for introverted people. And I am, I can be very, very extroverted. And so he wanted kind of like to balance things out and help him out with that. Um, and that's what I did. So he, he, one day we were hanging out and he was like, yo, yo, Matt, uh, check your phone. And I was like, what do you mean? Check my phone, bro. He was like, check your phone. And so I checked my phone and he just added me as the admin of memes for Jesus. And I was like, bro, what, what the heck? You just added me as the admin. Um, and yeah, that's what he did. He just added me 
uh, without even asking. So I was like, yeah, that's great. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. And so I was really hype. I, I was just posting memes every single day on the page. And, um, you know, we, we had more of like a, uh, like a business relationship, but also like a friendship relationship too. Um, Mike, Michael Schaefer still, he's still like my best friend. He's still my brother. Um, we just, you know, we're not creating together right now, but I'll get to that anyways. Um, so yeah, we, we worked on memes for Jesus and then we created the podcast called the memes for Jesus podcast. No one asked for. And (laughs) on that podcast, I was able to get amazing people, amazing people that I grew up with in the church, like KJ five, two, um, cool Carl, um, some other rappers like KB, um, Michael Jr., comedian Michael Jr., comedian Kev, uh, Kev on stage, um, amazing, huge names. Uh, and those are all on the backlog of the podcast right now, the Meme Lord Monday podcast. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was so much fun. And it was kind of just like a goofball podcast where it didn't really have much meaning to it. And uh, so I always wanted to make it like have some more substance to it. Um, and so I started like interviewing because I'm more like theological. I'm more like analytical personally. That's how like my brain works a little bit. Uh, I'm always overthinking everything. And uh, that that's just how I'm built. Your boy's built that way. And so like eventually I, I turned the podcast into I got like professional training in podcasting and I got uh, more professional training in like social media management and I created the Meme Lord Monday podcast uh, shortly like after that. Um, now, keep in mind, you know, Mike, Mike and I were, um, man, I don't want to say too much. I can't say too much about this. I, I, and I think it knows what some of you guys are. You guys know what I'm going to say. I can't say too much about the, the fact that Michael Schaefer and I stepped down from Memes for Jesus. I just can't. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a lot of volatile information there that I can't get into. Um, and, and it could change, but like, I, I just can't get into the details of that, unfortunately. But um, now that we've stepped down from, from uh, memes for Jesus, I'm doing my own thing over here. And uh, I liked meme Lord Monday. Meme Lord Monday originally was a, uh, a, a podcast that I was doing or like a, like a weekly show that I was doing for a group, the memes for Jesus posting group. We created a a group on Facebook called memes for Jesus posting. And I was doing like a weekly live show every Monday night. And I called it meme Lord Monday because every Monday I was just hanging out with everybody. And then I was like, you know what? I want to bring the podcast back uh, because the podcast was on hiatus. And so that's what happened with the podcast. It turned into meme Lord Monday. Once I stepped away from uh, memes for Jesus, I wanted to keep making memes because your boy makes memes. You know what I'm saying? Yo, what's up? Um, Christian do curse sometime is the goat. Uh, bro, definitely want to have you back on the show, man. A lot of stuff I want to talk with you about. But yeah, Christian do curse sometimes. Let me just take a moment. Uh, this guy, I consider him like my mentor. I feel like everything I've learned, I've learned from Christians who curse sometimes. Only thing I haven't learned from him is how to meme, but I've learned so much more from him. If you don't follow him, do that immediately. Uh, he is the goat of among all of us Christian memers. Uh, I can't say enough about the guy. Um, anyways, I, yeah. So like meme Lord Monday became the podcast. And once we stepped away from memes for Jesus, it was kind of like, I didn't know what to do because I had this existing 
niche with with Christian memes. But I also wanted to do like my own thing. I wanted to become my own creator. So I wanted to keep making Christian memes, but I also wanted to keep doing the podcast. So I've kind of just been shaving everything down, trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Like what I'm what is what what's going on here? I got this I got these amazing people who love Christian memes and then I have this podcast that I love talking about crap on. So what what am I going to do? So this is what's happening now. Every Monday I'm going to just this, this is the show. I'm going to come on here, start ranting uh, and screaming about random stuff, goofing off with y'all and basically just, you know, uh, taking information, like taking questions from you guys. I'm going to react to certain things as well. I don't know how this is going to work on Instagram, but uh, I, I want to react to like videos. Um, and if you want to like join, um, <laughs> not that I don't always, um, if you want to like join the discussion that, that this podcast is based around, I have a group on Facebook called MLM, the good kind. And basically, uh, that's where I want us to like talk about Christian life, uh, like goof off, share memes, uh, share stuff that we can react to together. And then I want to react to it myself. And, uh, yeah, I also want to create segments, um, on, on this show where I can share Christian creators. I've been working on this for so long, but it's just been a, like a huge, like rat's nest of goofiness ever since I stepped down from memes for Jesus. So now I'm just like detangling everything and trying to like shave everything down to what this show is. Uh, but yeah, I want to get on my soapbox. Have you seen the apologetics YouTube channel? What do you mean? Yeah. I've actually reached out to him to interview him. He's extremely busy, but I, I want, I'm going to get him on the show eventually. Um, he said he wants to come on the show, uh, but he's just very busy. So uh, once he free, gets more freed up, uh, I'll bring him on. Um, I might bring on some other people too, because like I, I don't like I want this to be a Christian show, but I, I want this to be more like my show where it's like I'm the meme lord and I talk about uh, life, theology uh, for people who grew up in the church. So if you grew up in the church, this show is for you. If you didn't and you just know people who grew up in the church, this show is for you too. Like I want to goof off. I want to talk about stupid stuff, but I also want to talk about serious stuff. Um, like in November, I'm going to have a, I have a lot of episodes I'm sitting on with like philosophers, actual philosophers that talk about really deep stuff. Uh, and so I'm going to be releasing those, uh, those episodes in November, but yeah, that's basically my origin story. Do you guys have any questions you want to roast me? Um, what do we have here? Make a story highlight called Matt's Soapbox. I'll read it every time. Oh, thanks, Cam. Matt's Soapbox. I'm going to write that down. Or I was going to call him Matt Rants. Matt Rants. Matt's Soapbox. Um, I do have some crazy rants. I, I have to suppress my rants a lot of the times. But I'm just going to, you know what? It's over. Your boy's going to start ranting and your boy's going to be more based than ever. Looking for some sugars. Eastern Orthodoxy. Okay, sorry, Sam. I, you have a lot of questions here. I'll have to catch up on that. Um, let me hear. I'm catching up on some of the questions, the, the comments here. There's a good, if there's a good time, does that, does that mean there's a bad MLM? Yes. All of them are bad, Raphael. The icon can be a bar of soap with Meme Lord Monday logo. <laughs> Matt's soapbox. I'm down with it. 
I'm down with it. Let's do it. Um, but what I want is like in the group, uh, here, there's different ways that I want to connect with you guys. So I have a discord. Um, and I also have the group MLM, the good kind. I want to, I want you guys to join those groups and tell me things that bother you about Christianity. Uh, tell, tell me things that you wish, you know, there was more of in Christianity. Uh, send me videos that you would like me to rant about or respond to. I, I want all of that. Um, of course, my supporters will always get first dibs and I want to get into that because I'm doing a lot with my supporter system. I, I don't just make memes, y'all. I actually help create content for businesses and I'm helping other pages grow through their content. I'm helping like uh, four apologists right now with their social media and, and, and they're growing and they're gaining a lot of uh, supporters as well. So if you are interested in getting coaching for your business or for your own page, that's what my support, uh, that my support structure is there for my, if you want to become a supporter, um, and that link is in my bio. Um, but I'll talk more about that later. Uh, Jack of all memeing trades. Yes. So that's the thing with memes. Memes are extremely powerful, but content is king right now. And I know how to make content. I've made content for, um, uh, Yippie TV, which basically hosts VeggieTales. I've made VeggieTales ads and that's, that's given them a lot of revenue, you know, since like cards, Christians, like cards, you guys wouldn't know about cards, Christians, like if it wasn't for, uh, meme pages, like memes for Jesus and Epic Christian memes and other guys, like you guys would not even know about that amazing card game if it wasn't for that. So that's the power of memes. Just so you know, if it doesn't happen, it can become MLM lore. <laughs> But yeah, just if you wanted, like, so if you want, if you want to get some coaching, if you want to get some special goodies, that's what my supporter structure is there for. Also, um, I, I give 10% of all my supporter money to, um, other creators as well. Other Christian creators, Christian creators, uh, getting, um, more spotlights and, and you find finding out more about other Christian creators. That's a passion of mine because, um, the whole reason I became uh, an admin for memes for Jesus was through other creators like memes for Jesus shared a creator and I became a, a memer through that creator. And then I became an admin of the page. And then I got to meet other amazing creators and meeting Christian creators has been like one of my favorite things about social media is just meeting amazing people. Thank you. Twitchell the B. Thank you. That. Thank you for that. Very nice. Those very nice words. Appreciate that. Um, let me see. Do one about how bad Christians are at explaining terminology to new Christians. That's so good. That's a good one, Raphael. Um, yeah, put that, put that comment in the group. Um, yeah, Sam, you should get cards. Christians like, um, get Cameron Bertuzzi on again. Yeah. I had, uh, Cameron Bertuzzi on he's, he's on capturing Christianity. He's a really great, apology apologetic page um i'll get him on again uh if he's he's very busy as well but i'm pretty sure he'll come on um i for for those of you who like apologetic content i highly recommend you checking out the episode where i interviewed inspiring philosophy that dude is amazing inspiring philosophy on instagram on youtube he has amazing videos apologetic videos uh, i highly recommend uh what am i doing okay 
I was going to say, yeah, if, if, if you want to get Cards Christians like, I highly recommend it. And if you want to support me, you can get the expansion pack that Michael and I created called Cards Christians Hide. And it's the closest thing that you're going to get to uh, Cards Christians. Cards, I mean, Cards Against Humanity. It's the closest thing you're going to get while still <laughs> remaining Christian. Get the guy from Red Pen, Red Pen Logic. Alex and Melinda Griswold. I've had him on twice already. <laughs> Alex is my boy, though. I love Alex. He's amazing. So I brought him on and we talked about having a video like how to make one of his videos, like his format. And he literally created the video like the next week. That guy is amazing. Mike Winger, I like him. Um, I don't know too much about him, to be honest. I, I think I like him. Red Pen Logic, I like him as well. Like some of the conclusions he comes to. Um, I don't agree 100% with a lot of these uh, pop apologists. I just don't. My favorite apologists right now are um, Inspiring Philosophy. Number, He's at the top of the list for sure. Um, second is my buddy Than Christophilos. I interviewed him on Thursday last week uh, from Exploring Reality. Amazing dude. Uh, very, very deep. Like he gets into it. My other buddy, Parker uh, Sedicase, he has an amazing podcast called Parker's P- Pensies or Ponces. Very, very deep uh, philosophy stuff. They're all philosophy dudes, and I love them all. We love Alex and Melinda enough for a third time. Maybe. Maybe I'll bring them on. I just, you know, I want to go visit them because now we're on the same coast. So if I visit them, I'll probably go live with them. Like, we'll do like a pizza day or something and hang out in New York. Um, I want to hang out with, that's my baby. Alex Griswold is my baby. Oh, Hannah spilled a bunch of (laughs) boiled water. I'm sorry, Hannah. (laughs) It would be insane if you could get Tim Hawkins to come on. Um, I think I reached out to him when we had Means for Jesus, uh, but he was was busy. I'll try and get him on. But yeah, he's he's a huge name. That would be crazy. Um, All right. So I want to take a minute before I before I head out. I got like 10 minutes left and I want to explain a couple of the things that I do here. So I do a lot. I don't think y'all realize how much I be doing. Um, so I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok, and I'm on Instagram. And now I'm doing stuff on Twitch because I, I obviously hate myself uh, for doing a billion platforms at, at once. Um, what's that, Hannah? Kirby Kelly? I know people have recommended her to me. I haven't gotten her scheduled yet. I would like to reach out to her. Um, but anyway, so this is the stuff that I do. I make original memes in my stories. So I know a lot of people love my stories and, and I make original memes in there, Christian memes in there. I make a podcast about life and theology for people who grew up in the church. Um, I live stream every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, like you guys are tuning in right now. Uh, I am a social media consultant of sorts, uh, but and I am a content creation coach. And uh, every Tuesday, I try and sneak in of what's called a meme tip Tuesday. And I'll ex- I'll explain different things you can do on Instagram or social media that you can do to help grow your pages uh, or, or help grow your brand. Um, and I've, I've been doing this for a long time. Like I said, I've been making memes since like 2013, 2012. I've been making memes for a very long time. And, and that's why Mike brought me on as, as an admin because he likes my stuff. And I've been I've been doing this for a long time. 
Um, and so now I'm actually coaching people on how to create content. And I love it. I love coaching. Uh, so if you have a page or if you have a brand or a business or you just want to learn about social media, uh, you can join my supporter um, group. It's called memelordmonday.supercast.com. And uh, the name of my podcast is Meme Lord Monday, Joe. Um, and, and on the Supercast supportership, you can, dude, you can be a supporter for as little as $2. And right now I have, uh, I'm, I only have 10 spots available for my coaching. Um, and, and I've already have a bunch of happy customers. So if you want to be part of that coaching, I do weekly coaching. Um, you can be, you can become a supporter for as little as $2. Uh, yep. So Mean Lord Monday is the name of the podcast. Uh, memelordmonday.supercast.com is the name of how you, uh, the page where you can become a supporter. You become a supercast supporter. And uh, what else do I do? Oh, I do Jesus Freak Fridays. A lot of people love Jesus Freak Friday. And it's it's one of the everyone's favorite day of the week. Um, I would love for that to be open up to you guys if you want me to create like a Jesus Freak Friday from like a movie or like a clip or something. Send it. Send it. My DMs are always open. And uh, I, I love hearing from you guys. Um, dude, somebody's messaging me like crazy. Trey, stop messaging me. <laughs> I offer content creation coaching for my supporters, uh, or, or for people looking to create content for the page of business. So like, why do I do it? Why am I doing this? Um, I just, I like to laugh, but I also like to think, you know what I'm saying? I love, I don't think, and I don't think Christians do a lot of either of those. I think a lot of American Christians don't like to laugh. And they don't like to think they like to be very, very stoic and, 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 but also like very intensely emotional. And I don't like, I don't like that. Uh, I came from a Pentecostal background where that's like being hyper emotional, but to no real end, just burned me out. I just, I don't like that anymore. And so when I, when I see that online, when I see people like crying on the camera or screaming on the platform with a microphone, it's like I cringe. I can't stand it. I'm so burnt out from that Christianity. And, and so like I'm very stoic with as, as far as my my uh, my following and, and my reverence towards Christ and, and in the church. But like we got to laugh and we and we also need to think. And so I want to use my skills to help people laugh, but also think about what they believe. Um. Yeah, the screamers low key scare me too, Curly. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Like, I understand that people so, like it, it is a communication tactic to be very passionate about what you talk about. But I think that some people are just so putting themselves into the mold of being a passionate communicator that they're not really saying nothing. And that's that's why I, a lot of the reason I do what I do is because. I want you guys to laugh and I, but I also want you to see that there's, there's a lot to laugh at in Christianity and there's, and there's stuff that's objectively bad within modern Christianity that we need to laugh at. And there's also stuff that's, uh, that's objectively good within Christianity that we need to uh, enjoy and like be more based about. Um, and I kind of like existing in that meet, that middle area where like, I'm not like a, an authority, uh, like authority figure. I'm not going to be one of those Christian podcasts or Christian platforms that's like, this is the way that all Christians do it. Um, that's not going to be me. 
I, I'm going to be more of what's called ecumenical, meaning I'm, I'm going to be uh, like not standing on one principle alone and, and not trying to create an echo chamber where everybody believes what I believe. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, I want people to be welcome to share their views and, and also like come under, underneath the umbrella of Christianity and, and be able to laugh and also think about Christianity. That's that's what I do. And that's why I do it. Um, I mean, I, I believe I, I create satire about Christianity um, because even though I believe that Jesus and the church are like the greatest things on earth, sometimes like Christians just misrepresent him. And that's why a lot of people deconstruct from their faith. And I want to avoid people deconstructing like I deconstructed. And, and when people are deconstructed from their faith, I want them to see that there's a good reason to reconstruct their faith. Um, but yeah, oh, thanks, Shirley. Um, and so that's why I do what I do. I, I think that the church is the greatest thing on earth, and I think Christ followers can misrepresent him. And, and I think we need to find like a good middle ground. I, I just want to combat like the cringe in Christianity, and I want to do it a way that's fun and also nuanced and intellectual in a way. So that's what I do. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's that's the show, guys. Catch Meme Lord Monday every Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, Meme Lord Monday Podcast. If you want to see my crazy Christian memes, make sure to follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Meme Lord Monday. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you Monday.